Good next Brian here from the Convincing Idiots Podcast. We're sharing these segments with you in case you're looking for some time with us, but don't have time for a full episode. Listen to us every week wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us on our YouTube channel at Convincing Idiots. Find us on the new YouTube music app. And we hope we convince you to come back and join us every week. Hi, this is Aaron from Blake Insurance. You're listening to Convincing Idiots Podcast. I'm convinced. Call it again. Convincing Idiots. Convincing Idiots. Called it ham gravy. <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion, the stat man Brian Fisher. These kids today, huh? Jingle All the Way is in fact the best Christmas movie of all time. I need to get grandma a present <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I'm the millennial Santa. Three friends representing three different generations. That's our whole shtick. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing awesome. in the sea breeze, <laughs> holding awesome. a turd just mightily. I'm just going to hit hats. <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note, uh, four, three, all right, welcome back to Convincing Idiots. Segment three. We talked about our, you know, in honor of Thanksgiving, we're going to get into some food or restaurant-related uh, scenes. Um, Brian, Brian be, before yes. we go on, before we go on, um, I, I think we'd be remiss. Um, we, we have it here in, in the palm of our hands. And you talk about... Um, Thanksgiving and, and, and all the food we're about to eat in Thanksgiving and, and, and all of that, um, mm-hmm. you know, whatever plates we have, maybe, uh, you know, what's in our bowl or even what's on our saucer. Mm. Why not go to our leading expert for convincing idiots about flying saucers? Ah, yes. Great idea to start there. Vincent, right. Tim, come on, buddy. Give us a well, scoop. Speaking, we, I, I hear we have speaking some of food. Speaking of food and what we might be food for, um, mm. the big news. The big news is uh, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, who was the head of the uh, All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, uh, is stepping down. He's he's out in December. Um, there is an interim guy that, that was just beneath him. He's coming up, but before he before he gives this interview with Politico. And he says something cryptic and very scary to me. I don't know if anybody else, but what he said was, this is a direct quote, if we don't prove it's aliens, then what we're finding is evidence of other people doing stuff in our backyard. Hmm, So that is highly scary. And, you know, we we went through, uh, I know I've told you guys from from, uh, before, last time I was out here, the, 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 um, the testimony in front of Congress, the guy, these guys said, this is not something we know. This stuff has been declassified. So if this is not alien technology, this is uh, foreign entities or because we know it's not U.S. stuff because it would never have been declassified. Foreign entities doing stuff in our backyard. So uh, I think what, what I'm telling everybody is just be prepared. I think we're getting ready. Uh, they're inching us closer to total disclosure. And we'll find out what's going on. I, for one, believe that these are these are non-terrestrial objects, uh, whether they're manned or unmanned. That's definitely 
something we need to just keep our eye out for. There was a um, there there was a uh, some sort of higher ranked person uh, on record saying that they believe that all these uh, UAPs that we're seeing are just like like you just said, um, smaller crafts or drones from a mother ship. Uh, well, this this was uh, Sean Kirkpatrick again. He uh, okay. He had kind of put that out there, but it was also said by a few others who had uh, stuff to do with Arrow and everything that th- this is possibly uh, drones from a mothership within uh, our solar system or just outside our solar system. I would believe it would be if there is a mothership, it's just outside the solar si- solar system. Otherwise, our our sensors would detect it in, in, inside the solar system. Let's just park behind our moon or something where we don't have anything. Or but the James the Webb. Moon. But the James Webb Space Telescope can slew over to look behind the moon. I mean, it's out at the Lagrangian point, sitting out there, parked, just doing this deep space Who's stuff, so it can say, turn around and look. Uh, let's put our tinfoil hats on for a moment. Who's to say that it's not the moon? Well, there's that theory that the, the moon is hollow and, and the base. Um, yeah. and one of the reasons why they believe it's hollow is because they, they crashed a... They crashed some stuff into it, and it rang like a bell. Yep. So they they think it's hollow. So there you go. Mm. That's the big update. So just be prepared for uh, for full disclosure coming up. I probably say within the next year or two. Uh, you know, a secret like this, um, you can only keep it secret for so long. People are going to talk, yep. and, and I think they're, they're and now it's starting to. It's all over <clears throat> the sky. Everybody's seeing it. Everybody, we have surveillance from everybody. Um, you got the Starlink stuff up there that can be easily seen. Um, that's Elon Musk. So you have cameras pointing at the sky. Everybody's carrying a camera. So eventually, if the government's hiding it, they're going to have to bring it out and say, okay, we know what this stuff is. Whether it's non-biologic, non-human biologics or not. Right. So that's my that's the update. Well, Just, we appreciate know. it. It is uh, appreciated and informative, Tim. Um, ladies and gentlemen, our astrophysicist, Tim. We appreciate that's right. it. There are, that's right. there are those who call me Tim. Well, Mike, I, I, I don't think I'll be one. Um, <laughs> very good. All right. Um, Brian, back to... Um, uh, you were you were talking, weren't you? I, uh... Yes, that's okay. No, but, uh, no, very very interesting. Oh, we update. weren't listening, but I know you. I, I sure. I, I saw your lips moving. Yep. Yeah, I get it. Uh, oh, don't yeah, let so... it, don't let him fool you, Dean. I was uh, don't let Dean fool you, Brian. I was listening. Oh, thank you. Isn't that sweet? Thank you. Yeah, you know he's he's my bro. Thank you, thank you, you too, brother. Uh. Okay, so we'll get into our, our final segment here, guys. So, I'm yeah, con- so... contractually obligated to be here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, especially since the Daniel Radcliffe arrangement uh, <laughs> fell through. Yeah, that uh, we talked you guys about have last some week. Really shitty negotiation skills. Yes, that's right. Anyway, in honor of Thanksgiving, we thought an you interesting topic in would be bed. sure. That's right. Yeah, it would be her Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Somebody's getting their turkey stuffed. Sure. Oh man. Sure. Well, 
So let's get into some of our favorite uh, scenes in movies. Again, it could be a set in a restaurant. It could be around a food related of some sort, whatever. So it it doesn't have to be your top five of all time, but definitely five of your favorites that would make your personal idiot Mount Rushmore of scenes. So, Dee, why don't we start with you, sir? What is one on your list? Uh, Well, I'm going to go my number one of all time. Um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. The Mm. scene around the table, uh, Christmas Eve night. Uh, Every, uh, I mean, you could, you could probably honestly do a whole short film just playing Mm. that out more, right? Mm -hmm. Very quotable. Uh, It ends with the, with the, the, the tree catching on fire. Leading into the squirrel thing, like I, it's just, <clears throat> it is the perfect Christmas movie, and uh, and it's my favorite scene in that movie, um, from the, from the dog to 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 Uncle Eddie, uh, cousin Eddie, I guess you should say. Mm-hmm. Um, you serious, Clark? <laughs> it's just a beautiful scene. The whole Grace scene, where she yeah. says the the you know the pledge of allegiance and. The cat food and the jello, food fighting, the dry turkey, where the turkey just completely folds up. <laughs> right. Oh my she, god. She explodes in crying. Yeah. So good. Definitely the scenes of that, like you said, around the dinner table, somebody has had the some blessing. Clip. Say yeah. the blessing. <laughs> some clip Grace of that. died in 43. That's right. Some clip of that dinner has taken place at many family homes in one way, Absolutely. shape, or form. I'm, I'm quite certain yeah. around the holidays. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I love it. All right. Tim, what do you got? What's one of your favorite uh, scenes? Well, uh, I'm going to have to go back to John Belushi in Animal House in the Ooh. cafeteria. Very mm-hmm. um, the, the brilliancy of, of that was that he ad-libbed a lot of stuff in that when he sucked down all the jello, stuffed his mouth with stuff, put stuff in his pockets. Uh, that was all, that wasn't written in the script, from what I understand. That was ad-libbed, by, uh, well, improv by him. So he, uh, and uh, just, uh, you know, keep your hands away from uh, from his mouth when he feeds. That's just, uh, that's beautiful. I'm a zit, get it, um, who hasn't mm-hmm. performed that in high school at some point. So Right. I love it. See the food fight at the end of that is great. Oh, yep. it is. Yeah. Oh, the horse th- and the horse sound that Belushi makes with <laughs> Nita Meyer. Uh, <laughs> if you didn't laugh at that, you just don't have a sense of humor. I mean, that was yeah. just Belushi was just a, 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 com- a comedic genius. If you yeah. go back and watch it, the, the look of those guys around the table when he says, uh, when he goes into the zit joke, mm-hmm. yeah. Like the looks in the face, you can tell. Like especially going back now, you know, hindsight, um, you can tell that it's improv because like they're waiting, yeah. like they have no clue what's about to happen. Right. Well, it, when yeah. she says that boy is a pig, pig, and then he stuffs his mouth, says, "Guess what I am now?" He stuffs his mouth, and yeah, go but Connor was sitting there, and you saw the look on his face, like, "Well, it, it, he did. He had that look. What the hell is he gonna do?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. And poof, everything. I was just that was beautiful. Tim Matheson. Tim Matheson. Tim Matheson. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. So, I, I, that's that's 
that movie and that scene it sticks with me to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good I didn't stuff. think about that. That that that's a good one. That's good, Ryan. What about you? Well, first on your uh, list. Yeah, I, you guys, I have two re- uh, that that was all my honorable mention to that scene there from Animal House. And then Dean, I also had the Christmas vacation dinner on my list. So I'll pick a different one here. Um, the the big kahuna burger scene from yeah. Pulp Fiction. But that scene is just that that movie in general is so well shot. But just the scene, you know, the kids obviously, you know, if you, you you know the scene, if you've seen Pulp Fiction, if you haven't seen it for some weird reason, you should watch that movie. But uh, this is how it's shot. You have to take a bite of the kid's burger. Talking about the Big Kahuna Burger, the Hawaiian Burger Joint, uh, grabs the kid's burger and just has a close-up of his hand, grabbing the burger, kind of smooshing it a little bit. You hear the sound of the burger kind of smooshing, eats a huge bite of it, drinks the rest of the guy's Sprite, and then, of course, inevitably shoots him dead after that as well. So, uh, and, and there's so many other things in that movie as well. You get in a, in a different scenes as well, which I won't get into, but that scene there, I just, uh, one of my, definitely my favorite, one of my favorite, uh, food related scenes. I mean, cin- of all time. Cin- cinematography wise, um, just the, the, the lighting uh, upon everything in that, uh, that scene itself, from like Samuel Jackson's hair, and and then to to like the the light coming down, just showing the the fear on the kid's face. Yeah. Um. To the the sound, the sound in that scene, from the from the slurping of the drink to like you said, mm-hmm. the crushing of the burger, like everything is just it's it's a perfect scene in a damn near perfect movie. Yeah, you're right. Quit, uh, quit. When you think, think of that movie, there's two things I think of. It's Quentin Tarantino for one. Uh, it was well, I don't know if that was his first movie, but it was certainly he redefined what cinema was going to look like. I'll forever remember that a Big Mac is not called a Big Mac in France. It's La Love Royale. Oh, that was La well, Royale. Quarter Pounder. Quarter Pounder. Oh, quarter quarter pounder, pounder is right. the yeah. Royale with cheese. Yeah. Royale with That's cheese. That's right. Royale with oh. cheese. That's We're right. Because the, the fucking metric system. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Big Mac was just La Big Mac. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, who is next? Well, so Tim? I didn't go to I didn't go to fucking Burger King. Yeah, I didn't go to Burger King. Oh, I'm up. Um Yep. I'm gonna have to go with Meg Ryan and mm. when Harry met Sally doing the fake orgasm and then Rob mm. Reiner's mother sits there and says, I'll have what she's having. Yeah, Who has dreamt of having a lunch like that? Right. So. I I constantly dream about uh, having a uh, uh, Rob Reiner's mother be involved in my sexual fantasies. Sure. I figured you did, Dean. I, I did. Yeah. You you've seen her. I mean, come on. <laughs> She's uh, dead now. <laughs> I'm gonna still stick with my uh, answer. <laughs> Meg Ryan, great in that scene. You're right. Very, very good. These actresses go in and get all this work done. It's, it's just, fuck, you're beautiful. Why, why do you have to fuck with it? Right. And that's any woman. I, I, I don't care uh, 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 if you're famous or not famous. You don't need to fuck with perfection. You got Unlike besides, you, Brian, Brian you need to get Ryan. work done. You need to get work done. I do need to get work done. I'm not yeah. going to get any. I'm not going to get any cosmetic work, but I'm probably going to get more tattoo work. 
How about oh. that? So, <laughs> tell me more. Yeah. Got some recently from our partners at uh, partners, our sponsors. I would say partner sponsor at the uh, Golden Heart Tattoo. Find them in Norton, Ohio, at Golden Heart Norton and O R T O N on Facebook. Give them a call at two three four seven zero six two nine eight two. Find them online, goldenhearttattoos.com. No cosmetic work, but they will do some fine artwork on your body to make you feel younger and all that good stuff. So go find them in Norton, Golden Heart Tattoo. Well done. Well there done. you go. There you go. All right. Um, I'm, I'm going on my number two. I mean, wow, we're running along here. Um, my number two is going to be um, when Harry Matt's Alley was on there, so I'll uh, I'll move past that. Hmm. I'm gonna go <clears throat> with the the ending of the Avengers oh. in the diner. Oh, yeah. yeah, the diner scene involved them tired from fighting all day. Post credit um, scene. Yep, yep. post credit scene of the of them in the diner. Um, and one of the fun things about that is uh uh. Tony Stark. Chris, no, Chris Evans. Um, it was a, it was like a comeback and reshoot scene. Okay. And Chris Evans was already doing a movie, so he grew a beard. He had to grow a beard for the movie. And oh, yeah. so, if you look in that scene, he's not eating, and he has his fist up to his face because he's hiding the beard. Ah, okay. So he's the only one that doesn't say anything or. Or move because he can't because he's trying to hide the beard. Okay. Food. What are they eating? What's a schmar? What was it called again? What, what are they eating again? Yeah. Uh, they're fighting outside of it earlier. And Tony Stark says, "I want to go try that place sometime." Yes. And yeah. that's where they're eating all. It's all in rubble and everything at the end. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, mm. it's good scene. Yeah. Kind of humanizes stuff. them all together, like you mm-hmm. know, Thor being the the god of thunder, and and, and all these guys are. Are, are destroying and killing, and then you see them kind of just exhausted. Like, show what a superhero mm-hmm. does. What do they do after they win the battle? They eat food at a diner. See, another scene for me is from Goodfellas. There's a couple scenes in this movie. There's a couple you could go with here. Uh, I just love the scene where they're in the in the restaurant in the club. The whole scene with uh, Joe Pesci, where they're all at the table. They just kind of finish dinner. And they're talking and and is telling stories and all that. And uh, Ray Liotta, who played the Henry Hill in the movie, makes a comment to Joe Pesci how funny he is. And you know that whole scene from there. Yeah. Joe Pesci was just fantastic in this movie, start to finish, in my in my opinion. Um, but that scene, it really, he did a great, great job just putting you at. You were just uneasy in that scene. You at any moment sure. you thought he could pull a gun out and. You know, funny like a clown and all that stuff. So he did you know, pull a gun out. That's right, he sure did. Yeah. And somewhere right before that scene, the owner came over, was asking him to you know pay the bill and all that stuff. So he you know threatened the owner. Just that whole club scene was just fabulous. It really puts you at that table with those mobsters and that lifestyle there for just a few moments there. So that was really really cool scene. And uh, there you go. Uh, I'll just stop there. I'll, I'll talk about the other one in my in my honorable mention uh, from that movie. But there you go. Funny house scene from Goodfellas. Funny, funny house. Am I a clown to you? Am I here yeah. to make you laugh? That's right. How am I funny? 
No one accuses us of being funny. No, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Tim, what's next? Lord on your knows list? We try. Yep. Well, I'm going to have to go to an iconic TV show uh, that I absolutely loved. And I've watched it uh, all 12 seasons three times now. And that's going to be from season five, episode nine of Cheers, called The Thanksgiving Orphans, where they had that a Thanksgiving a dinner. Yes. And it devolved into the, the best food fight. Yeah. Just watching Fraser Crane in that food fight was uh was just it was great and and the, I, that is the one episode um, um despite all the normisms and everything from Cheers that was probably one of the best episodes of Cheers. Hmm. That's just Cheers. I you know I've been to the Bull and Finch and I was expecting it to be like Cheers. It was nothing like it, but I can actually it's say still nice. Yeah. I had a beer in the Bull and Finch that was, while Cheers was on TV, when I was stationed in Massachusetts, uh, I, we went to Boston, went to the Bull and Finch, got a shirt and everything. We were there this past um, spring. At the Bull and Finch? Yeah. It's a little dark. Yeah, it was nice. We, we ate lunch there, and yeah, it was good. But I got to have a beer there, so I, you know, that's, uh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, and very cool. You get the picture outside of the, you know, the the original Cheers, uh, you know, outside B-roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was very cool. Excellent. Dean, what else you got? All right. I'm going to go. Um, my number three is Ocean's Eleven. Now, you ask okay. yourself, there's no dinner scene in Ocean's Eleven. But uh, it, it, it's a it's a fun little thing about the movie. Brad Pitt is eating in every scene he is in. It was it was hmm. an acting choice that he made. But in every single scene, he is eating something. That glass breaking thing again. You're I, I you know I never really realized that. Right. Uh, yeah. If you go back and watch it, he's eating in every scene, one way or the other. He's eating something. So and hmm. it's just a fun little Easter egg. Um. You know that you can pull out and uh, let people know that you know you, you know a little, little little something about cinema, right? And uh, you know you don't even have to uh, uh, to to give me the the credit on that. Uh, tell them that you know you're smart enough to know it on your own. I love Bill Murray in this movie. One of my favorite Bill Murray movies, Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah. uh, there is yep. a great scene where he is now he's spending a lot of time in that diner. There's many scenes in the local diner there, but there's one scene in particular where he has now. Out. Yes, exactly. That's it. He has fully embraced the fact that he's stuck there and he's trying to tell her that he's a god and he, he like you say, he's eating everything. His, I'm not the table god. is just I'm a god. A god. That's right. Table's just full of dishes. He's eating donuts because he realizes it doesn't matter what he eats. He's going to come back the next day. Yep. And then he goes around in that whole scene as well. He describes who each person is, what's going on. Yep. There's going to be a dishes fall over here in a second and really gets her attention like, wow, this is really, really happening here. So I did, that whole scene is fantastic. Whole movie's uh, great. Yeah, absolutely. So the diner scene when he's picking out in Groundhog Day. Bill Murray. I, I saw a Twitter. Uh, somebody somebody tweeted, and it's a great idea. Um, they should do a, um, a on Groundhog's Day every year. They should do 
they should release the sequel and just and it says Groundhog's Day two, and then they just play the original movie every single time. There you go. Yeah, that yep. would be good. Yep. Although if Groundhog Day happened to me like that, I would want to do it on a day that they drew the lottery numbers, so I could get the numbers, play them that day, play them ne- the next time I go through, win it, and then just keep playing it, keep winning, it, so that when I come out of the loop, I win the lottery. Yeah, well, but you got to learn a lesson. I, th- I think that's the 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 art of of these these uh, these loop theories in in the time travel movies like that is you you have to you can't get out of learn it. a lesson. So I'm right. never going to get out of that loop. Yeah, he had to. Um, yeah, the lesson you get yeah. out of it. Yep, yep. The lesson is get rich. And find and true can. love. To find true love. That was kind of. Uh, I never want to find true love. <laughs> Women. <laughs> Well, she got Tim. Can't live list? with them, and they can't pee standing up. That's right. That's right. Can't live with them. The, uh, the other one, I, I'm going to have to go with another TV show, uh, a sitcom, Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Uh, Festivus. Happy Festivus, everyone. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, around the kitchen yeah. table. Uh, when they're sitting around the table, they're, they're sitting at the table, and uh, you know, you got this feats of strength. Uh, <laughs> right. And the annual grievances. Now, I got a phone to pick with some of you. Uh, you know, you you really. Um, it actually started a new thing. I mean, there, there would be people at work say festivus for the rest of us. People uh, have parties now. Oh yeah, they there's, do. They there's an actual parties. date. There's an actual mm-hmm. date that's recognized as festivus. Mm-hmm. I believe it's um, December twenty sixth. Okay. But yeah, people have uh, festivist parties. Like people get together mm-hmm. for an actual whole. They bring the the pole. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know they I sell festivist poles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very cool. Yep. I wonder how many people end up how how the emergency room does the day after Christmas after the feats of strength. Uh, right. Is performed. How many people actually end up in the emergency room after that? I wonder. How many the emergency room departments are actually saying. <laughs> You know, uh, it's Festivus. We're going to be busy today. A lot Very of people possible. getting hurt. A lot That's of people right. getting hurt. That's right. Uh, am I up? Uh, no, I believe it's me. Okay, go ahead, sir. Um, I'm going to go with my number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rocky wakes up in the morning. What's the uh, first thing yes. he does? Pounds yep. two raw eggs right down his stupid gullet, and it two made was it like a dozen? I thought it was like uh, six. Yeah, yeah, I, six or, yeah, yeah. Six seems a lot. Um, actually, if you, eat, if you eat a dozen eggs, different yeah. other things will happen, and we'll talk about that uh, later hmm. in my honorable mentions. But as for Rocky. His, you know, he put a bunch in a, in a glass and drank them, mm-hmm. and it started this whole craze in the 80s, 70s and 80s. I know my uncle used to do it. He was in the bodybuilding. He would crack open <laughs> a, a, a shit ton of raw eggs and drink them whole. I mean, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I, as, no. I don't know about you guys, but as a child, I tried it. Mm, never did. Um, I, I, it couldn't. I mean... Mm-mm. It, I, I couldn't do it. Like physically, I just could not swallow. No, 
Yeah, once it hit like the back of my throat, uh, yeah, I was like a drunk prom. I can't stand runny eggs either. I like them over easy. I just don't like them running. So yeah, oh, that's, I, uh, very, yeah. very much runnier than that. Mm-hmm. No, there's yeah. not. No. Mm. Yeah. So well, did, we'll, we'll curse Rocky for uh, everybody at least trying it once. At least yeah. the the youth in that era. Yeah. And the salmonella that uh, right. everybody incurred. Uh, okay. Uh, Dean's skills have gotten better since Tim. That's so. We'll just we'll just say that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I can swallow yeah. a lot more things better than that. <laughs> totally. You open up that throat, don't you, Dean? That's right. <laughs> You're working with a professional here. That's right. I had another scene from uh, another is really a whole episode theme food uh, Seinfeld as well. Tim is actually Seinfeld does a lot. There's a lot of good yep. food. You know, yep. there tons of scenes, obviously, in the diner. You know, that was a key From Soup uh, Nazi play. to the black and, and white is, cookie. And that's it right there, Soup Nazi, oh, that whole episode. Oh, I just love episode. Yeah, just, just a great episode, obviously. It's everybody's so stressed out how to order soup properly from the, quote, Soup Nazi. The guy that played the Soup Nazi was great. Uh, is a certain way to order the, the soup, and if you messed it up, you got your privileges revoked. No soup for you. Great line in that uh, series that a lot of people know uh, certainly to this day. So, yeah, the soup Nazi episode in general, fantastic. You know, it was funny. We uh, we were in, me and Julius were in Subway the other day, and he ordered stuff, and I I said, "Why don't you just order it right? It's right there on the thing. Just order it right." I said, "Maybe she could be the sub Nazi and say no soup mm-hmm. for you." And he looked at me. Mm-hmm. He's like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like. Yeah. Different generation. Yeah. Yep. You're a yep. zoomer. Yep. Uh, Tim, any more, sir? Yeah, or, I got is that one our, more. Is that our five? Is that our five? This no, will be our I fifth got... right now. Okay. I got one more. I've got one. Um, I'm going way back on this one to uh, Paul Newman. Wonderful picture because we've all said it. What we have here is That's a failure to communicate. To. And that would be. Cool hand Luke. The sweatiest not only not only the the boiled eggs that he ate, but it's the sweatiest movie of all time, as referenced sure. in Cheers. Yes. Hmm. Very good. Dean? Yeah, if you eat fifty ro- fifty eggs in general, I think that that's the end result. Uh, Hard boiled, if you're swallowing them like Rocky, that's the end result. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm going to have to actually pick right off from my honorable mentions because uh, you guys had Harry Met Sally. Um, you know what? This will be fun. I always enjoyed it uh, when I was a kid. The Great Outdoors. You guys remember that movie? Oh, yeah. All, the, the, movie. Steak, the Steak Challenge? The the yeah. old 96er. Yeah. John Candy <laughs> returning mm-hmm. to the show. Mm-hmm. Um Trying to eat a, the 96-ounce steak without throwing up or tapping out. And just, like, his performance of just sweating and and just the how uncomfortable and disgusted he felt. and It was so funny. That whole movie's great. But, yeah, the old 96er from The Great Outdoors. Excellent. Is my number five. So that's all we've all done five now, yeah. I've got honorable mentions, a lot of them. I got honorable, okay. I just have a few honorables. That's fine. Okay. Um 
So I've done my five. One honorable, honorable mention for me is I'll, I'll go back to uh, Goodfellas as well. The first, the scene is for Henry Hill's first date with his eventual wife. That whole scene is fantastic. Where they, you really get the you know the end of the. Also, again, you're right. You're right in that life. Uh, and you know, certainly, was, you know, that told the story of him on the rise until he fell, whatever. But they go in the back door of the restaurant. It's just the, the camera follows them through the entire scene. So they walk in the back door, through the kitchen, the whole thing. They go out through the crowd. They meet the owner, and they go all the way out, and the people come out with a table, and they set the table up. They bypass all the people in the front. They set up a, a new table just for the two of them to sit down. Guy orders them a drink, and he's there. He's like treated like a like royalty, practically. And then there's Henny Youngman right there on the stage, right in front of him. That whole scene in that restaurant, and she's like, what do you do again? And he's like, I'm in construction or something, but just just shot beautifully in that <laughs> restaurant. Love that scene. See, I thought you were Come gonna. On. I thought you were gonna go with the uh, when when they went back. They they killed the guy, and they went back to um, Joe Pesci's home. That's another good scene. Well, the dinner that, table. The old woman is actually Martin Scorsese's mother. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But you know they're sitting there talking. And he said, "Do you need this? I want to take this. You need this, you know." And he's taking the yeah. knife. So. Um, I, that's where I thought you was going to go with Arnold Rich. I totally forgot about the whole nightclub scene. scene. Yeah. That, that's a great scene, too. Mom making them yep. dinner. You got to eat. I mean, they yeah. just killed yeah. a guy. He just yep. killed a made man, and they're sitting around, you know, eating dinner because their mom made it. And, you know, just, I couldn't imagine being a mobster like that. I mean, how yeah, sociopathic just, and psychotic can yeah, well, That's exactly how, what you know, I think what's supposed to depict and show the the audience just how every day this was for them. Like mm-hmm. how nonchalant you had to be to do, like you said, sociopathic to do such yeah. things. Mm-hmm. There you go. Who's next? Tim, any honorable right. mentions? And there was the pony. If you remember the pony, you know, I don't like people with the pony. Who? I had the oh. pony when I was a kid. Oh, at the dinner um, table talking about that? Yeah, yeah the dinner table. Dinner. Yep. Yeah, and then there was the marble rye. Give me that old bag, you know. Um, right. he, he really wanted that marble rye. <laughs> so. Well, you even have the um, the 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 waiting in the in the front uh, foyer of the dining, you know, the restaurant. Chinese restaurant. The yeah. Chinese Great. restaurant. Yeah. Great. Five, so ten minutes. Iconic. Um, am I paused here? You, no, you're you're, good. you're fine okay. now, but you you did freeze for a second. Okay. Um, that that uh, episode was so uh, important to TV in general um, because it was a big fight within the network about getting it on air because, like, they read the script and go, what do you mean? It's just one a whole episode in just one, you know, uh, mm-hmm. scene. Like, it's an uncut one scene, and they had to fight for it. But once they did, the ratings were like huge and it was like one of those episodes that like broke them out of that mid card status yep. and like started projecting them uh you know upwards in the ratings it was a show about nothing that episode yep. was like an everyday life where people were in a restaurant everybody could relate to that and just bullshit with their friends waiting mm-hmm. to get a table yep 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 great great episode in general you're right absolutely yep 
All right. Dean? My, my, um, let's see. I'm going to go with, um, how iconic is, all you have to say is one word and you, you know the scene, you know the movie. Um, baby Ruth. <laughs> Goonies. Goonies. No, yeah, yeah it was Goonies. When, when Chunk... I said Rocky Road. Rocky Road. Right. Okay, you're right. You're right on that. But yeah. but he gave him the, in the scene that I'm talking about. They're, yeah. he, they're eating the baby Ruth. That's right. Yeah. That that I have it written down, baby Ruth, because he's he feeds him the baby Ruth. But yes, it's in the same scene. They're they're feeding each other kind of food. Goonies um, is just uh, that's 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 a that's a quintessential Gen X movie. Yeah, from from the eating the the the. The, the rocky road to the to the feeding him the baby Ruth and and yeah. him throwing it where he just misses it and he, he can't reach it and that's why he breaks the chains and yeah it 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 all it took the monster in that movie that you thought was gonna be a monster and made him not only human but like the on hero. His road yeah on on the road at that moment to 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 be the hero later yeah so, Goonies, Baby Ruth. There you go. Goonies was great. I got one more on my list. And I hadn't seen this movie in quite some time. Uh, I went back and watched it eh, within the last like year or two. Uh, Ratatouille by in, in the, the Pixar. I think it's Pixar. It's on Disney Plus. You can find that movie now. So, again, this is the movie where the rat is the chef and befriends the kid who's trying to learn how to cook and he wants to make it as a chef and turns out it's the rat teaching him and you know, how to cook and everything that almost the entire movie certainly is, is food related. You know, it's set in the right. kitchen of the restaurant in Paris. It's just, a, it's just, if you, again, if you haven't seen this in a while, go back and check this out. Just a very nice, warm, touching movie, funny, and you know, certainly the the whole thing's about a kid trying to make it as a cook. Of course, he eventually does with the friend his friend the rat. Um, very good stuff. All the scenes in the kitchen, them cooking and everything, the stress and everything going on, and all the preparation, everything is is just great. So, ratatouille, ratatouille. There you go. I I, I do have to throw a shout out to one TV show that, uh, and that was The Big Bang Theory. They, uh, you know, I'm an astrophysicist. I'm a little bit of a nerd, sure. and uh, but the fact that they would sit around their coffee table and eat and criticize each other, crack jokes, uh, all those scenes I thought were really good. Uh, they were very funny, um, and so. But at, but it was the last episode when they were playing the Beernagan Ladies acoustic of uh, the Big Bang Theory theme song. Yeah. And they're sitting there with the Nobel Prize medals, and all the whole cast is sitting around that uh, table eating. Um, when you think of that, you think about people coming together through food. And it, it it started out with Penny coming in and eating their food. It ended with everybody sitting there eating food after yeah. all this big stuff happened. So I, I that I had to throw shout put a shout out there. Yeah, Big Bang good. Theory is probably one of the one of the one of the better written shows of, of the modern time that I can think of. I like that. Very good. Dean, any more? Even if you don't get the science, if you have any questions, just ask me. I can, right. I can tell you a little bit about it. 
I'll ask the, I'll ask it here uh, after I give my uh, I'm gonna do a run through real quick because I have a Go lot. Ahead. I really I just kept going on this list. I have Pulp Fiction the five dollar shake. Sure. Um, all right, I got it. I got to see what it tastes. What it, what a five dollar shake uh, tastes like. You know, and then it leads to them dancing, the iconic mm-hmm. dance. I have the entire fucking movie of Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Not only does he murder yeah. kids, mm-hmm. he, he murders all these children, but he <laughs> gives them tasty candy before he does it. Oh, the original gosh. or or both? The original. The original. The original. No, the the, the Johnny Depp one was oh. shit. Nope. Um, the um, Animal House. Uh, no. I, I cross that off because you had the Animal House one. Um, mm-hmm. Home Alone, Home Alone, where he's picking out and, and watching the the mobster movies when he realized oh, it was a big Sunday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was great. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I have one of the most iconic lines in cinema history: "Life is like a box of chocolates." Mm. You have the oh, yeah. Forrest Gump sitting on that bench, eating some of those chocolates, telling his life story. Um, Bubba Gump shrimp. Absolutely. So you tell me, boy, I've been sitting here talking to the richest man in Alabama. Oh, I've heard a lot of whoppers in my day, sir, but that's the biggest. I got a picture. (laughs) Right. Um, And then finally, my the last one, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. When he builds that goddamn mashed potato. potato. It's important. Oh, it's so cool. Like, tower. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. He's not he didn't need it, but like he went crazy. His kids mm-hmm. left him. But goddammit, he got to meet aliens. So yeah, I told one. you I think I told you guys when I went to Devil's Tower, I actually sat there and I saw it and I said, This is important. Mm-hmm. And nobody got it with the reference. Uh-huh. And I had to look at it and say, Close encounters mm-hmm. of the third kind. Yeah, it, you know, if somebody important. doesn't get that reference, uh, Tim, yeah, you don't need to be friends with them. Well, you they know. were younger. We were, it was college. They were younger than me. Uh, so, because, uh, you know, I, I started college late. I went to college late in life. Well, okay. well I, was in, I was in my 30s. Okay. So, gotcha. Any more, Tim? No, I think I'm good, man. I'm, but we've been talking about food for so long, I'm starting to get a little hungry. Well, guys, like any good meal, unfortunately, it must come to an end. As we are coming to an end of another episode of Convincing Idiots. So, on behalf of all of us, and I know Nick would say this if he was if he was here as well, we want to wish you and yours a very happy and healthy Thanksgiving Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We are thankful for you out there. Uh, We're going to take a break uh, the week of Thanksgiving and uh, rest and enjoy some extra time with our loved ones and also Dean. Um, And we'll come back to you with a new episode in early December. And just as a reminder, it's also because I forgot to do it at the beginning of the episode because uh, our millennial, it's normally his job, and I forgot to do it this week. We're going to remind you where you can find us. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. It can be found on all major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. Wherever you listen to podcasts, find the Convincing Idiots podcast. Give us a free follow or subscribe. And as we publish new episodes, they'll pop into your feed 
free of charge. You might be watching this on our YouTube channel at Convincing Idiots. And also on our new YouTube music channel as well. Find the new YouTube music app. Uh, download that for free. Follow the Convincing Idiots podcast there. And on the YouTube app, you can listen only if you wish, like a podcast, or you can watch the videos as normal as you would on our YouTube channel as well. All show information can be found in the two main places, our Linktree page. Simply Google Linktree Convincing Idiots. Uh, simply a page of links to our social media, etc. And if you go one place, go to the website, convincingidiots.wordpress.com. All information is there. Ways to sponsor the show, our merch store, links to new episodes, videos, bios, all there on the website. And again, thank you very much. We hope to see you back in December. Peace and love. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Jen X. Bryan here from the Convincing Idiots podcast. If you're enjoying our show, tell a friend. And if you're not, well, tell two enemies. Peppermint Patty's invited herself, Marcy, and Franklin over for Thanksgiving dinner. Thanksgiving dinners? Thanksgiving is more than eating. We should just be thankful for being together. A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, sponsored by McDonald's. Nobody can do it like McDonald's can. And by Dolly Madison, bakers of all kinds of meat-to-eat treats. <laughs>